Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Fully convinced that a good three fourths, if not like 90% of these commercials were AI written. Even like the heartfelt ones still have that like Hallmark card quality to them. But like that Coors Light ad where the super throwback ad, just like the train just, people running the world, and then you know, the ice cold train. And then for some reason, LL Cool J is there. <laughs> As the conductor, right? Like, I mean, not, I'm not saying that I wouldn't get on a train that had LL Cool J as the conductor. But I didn't need to know that the conductor was, was LL, LL cool, cool J. J. Is that what y'all think? Also, I'm now a little bit more hesitant to get on the train knowing that it's LL Cool This is my minute. I'm like, Have you ever itinerary is way too packed to learn how to operate a train I, made of ice that goes off-road and through buildings. I would argue differently at this point. I mean, the nigga's done enough, uh, what is it, NCIS LA at this point that I'm sure his schedule's pretty open. That shows in, in syndication, isn't it? He's got to be getting some fair residual checks, right? I felt like for a second there, I thought he was gearing up for some kind of uh, music revival thing, but... I don't know. I don't see it in the cards. It's not on my 2024 bingo I mean, list. I think the Paramount Plus commercial was really good where they had like, that one was a great use of excess random celebrities. That's the only one like, I've that's seen. That's the only one, but that's because that's, they're a streaming service. That's the only one I've seen that doesn't feel ham-handed. Um, I know that's not how the phrase goes, but it's it's my spin on it because uh, it felt very hammy, dog. All these commercials have felt very hammy very forced, very see us Zoomers. Do you see us? We're gonna throw Jason Sudeikis in this commercial. Yeah. Why? Because fuck you. Because we know you guys like you guys like celebrities, right? Like you guys still like celebrities, right? So we're right. We started recording just after the halftime show, so we have the game on. But what's worse, the commercials or the game so far? Uh, definitely this dry ass game. I mean, the AI generated commercials so far have been have left much to and desire. NFL season script. Uh, there has not been an overwhelming amount of Taylor Swift so far, though. My, so my Taylor count is at two. That narrative, uh, just kind of oh, on one less than the Chiefs score at the moment oh, as of right? recording because the score is not rising yeah. up and crashing through this dry ass Super Bowl. It is the flood bringing some moisture back to your pop culture perspective. With us putting culture in context. It's to keep making sense of the mainstream because if we, we do don't- make sense, we don't make- Just holla at that Patreon because without you guys, we couldn't afford that Super Bowl halftime show. Or Shout out to yeah. Enraged Peacock and Volvino. Volvino? I guess only he'll get that reference. Yeah, no, that's, and that's the point. Oh, I thought the point was just to name him something different every week. Not well, that is get... also the point. Yeah, no, shout out to y'all for uh, keeping the lights on and helping us get one step closer to getting our own 
terrible Super Bowl commercial. Um, no, you guys know it would be much better than some of the shit that's. I mean, of this it would is, be. I would write it. All of these commercials are fucking forgettable. The, the like the the most memorable moment so far has been Peppa Pig being vaguely Peppa worried Pig that she, yeah. to be thrown into a cliffside by Patrick Stewart. That's it. While Drew Barrymore watches and Creed is there for some playing reason. in the background because you know. Nobody ever asked for Creed to be played in the background, but ever. it's always played in the background for some reason. Um, and then that ended around 2004, thank God. <laughs> I blame Eddie Vedder for the bad string of rock bands from like 1999 to 2003. Because they, they all wanted all to sing girls. like this. Look at this photograph. All right. Ready? Let's play a game. Pearl Jam or anyone else? Damn, I'm. You, you know, it's probably best that you cut me off. Like normal, because I was getting ready to make a Taylor Swift uh, ass joke. <laughs> Yo, fam. What I think is really funny is, once again, this is just, you know, credit to how much America loves white women, right? Because consistently, um,. When when the pictures of Beyonce looking all hulked out went uh, viral after the Super Bowl, it took them forever to get those pulled down. And that's Queen B's team, right? Like they're very good at like scrubbing the internet of any unfavorable images of Beyonce, right? The Athletic posted this article, who is owned by the New York Times. Which Taylor Swift songs best describe the 2023 NFL season? Karma, anti-hero, Dear John. What I'm saying though- They wanted to compare Aaron (coughs) Rodgers to Dear John, and I'm like, this is the most reachiest of reach articles ever, (coughs) saying like she wrote music that she wrote 10 years ago about things that are happening in this NFL season. That's not even what I was referencing. I was referencing how quickly those AI-generated images of Taylor Swift getting plowed by the Chiefs uh, fucking lineup got pulled from Twitter. Dude, them shits, they're like gone. Like any mention. And I saw like brief, like I like waves of them scrolling but i'm i'm not concerned with taylor swift enough to have even actually stopped and looked at that shit and then when i saw the drama that was going on around it i'd kind of like double back to be like oh wait did did i miss something because that shit was so like it it looked fake I'm right gonna, there's no way anybody would have thought that that was actually taylor swift I right i managed to avoid the uh taylor ai picks and the Drake dick pic. Yeah. Listen, listen, y'all. Can we talk about the double standard, though? I'm so glad you brought it up, bro, because let's talk about the double standard here. Um, when that shit happened to Taylor, everybody was like, that's disgusting. How could y'all celebrate some shit like that? The, the internet is really like... The fappening? 
<laughs> the internet is really some trash, right? Like it's it's akin to revenge porn, right? Is what they were saying. Now they were talking about U.S. laws getting made to protect Taylor Swift and her image, right, and her innocence. But when them pick when that video of Drake League, you thirsty motherfuckers was scouring. I saw more screen grabs on people's timelines than oh my god, everybody in their grandma has something to say about this nigga Drake playing with his Canadian bacon. And I am absolutely disgusted at the double standard. Because it's not like Drake purposefully, now to our knowledge, it's not like Drake purposefully leaked that video. It is to our knowledge, a stolen video akin to revenge porn. And you motherfuckers was out here like, hey, listen, the video already out there. What I'm going to do about it? <laughs> Look, it was AI generated images of Taylor Swift and you motherfuckers was ready to burn all of Twitter headquarters down. Can we just talk for a second that the uh, Super Bowl where Taylor Swift is heavily featured? They just had a full minute long Beyonce ad. Uh, I mean, what did you think they was going to do? Jay-Z literally went up stage on the Grammys and you know, as Beyonce was given her, uh, what was it, Lifetime Achievement Award, or whatever they gave her, yeah. um, you know, talked about how it's insane that she's been nominated for all those Grammys, yet hasn't won one on the same night that Taylor swept, my nigga. <laughs> so, everybody... The same night that Killer Mike swept. swept and, and then proceeded to get arrested. <laughs> oh, this is the couch potato commercial? Yeah. Um, it's like so unironically idiocracy i well i mean you know that's what the talk is now is we're all just escapist addicted just mindless screen drones right if it's not your cell phone it's your laptop if it's not your laptop around that though it's i mean it's their way of being tongue-in-cheek right like when celebrities talk about joining the illuminati i mean so back to well, I'm, I, I just want to talk about the hypocrisy, right? Like, and yes, I was doing it in an ironic sense because I don't really give a fuck about either one. Um, I do and will say that posting people's private pictures on the internet without their consent is bad. Point blank, period. I don't care if they're AI generated or if it's a celebrity who we all want to know like what they look like, right? It's still Bad. not okay. Not good. Um, Regardless, point blank, period. But I also don't give a fuck because do you think even now the rumor is, is it's not Drake, it's a model, right? Of course, like it always ends up being. Um, but do you think Drake give a fuck? That nigga did him a favor. Even if it isn't Drake, now everybody think like like Boogie Nights and Mark Wahlberg and how they were like it came out that oh that wasn't really Mark Wahlberg it was a prop penis or whatever. Do you think yeah okay because Mark was gonna fight that one right? <laughs> oh I'm sorry. He I'm sorry. That's like the fucking uh the scam where the. Which one? You go on a sketchy porn site, or you try to talk to some sketchy OnlyFans model, and they're like, "Ha! We recorded you beating your meat. If you don't send us fifteen hundred Bitcoin, we'll send this picture to everybody in your uh, contact list or whatever." I'm like, "Okay, go ahead. Do you think I'm gonna be ashamed to let everybody know what I'm packing? Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs>
I'll tell everybody. No, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't post this. Also, also, I don't know about the rest of you lame-ass niggas taking dry-ass pictures of your ashy-ass meat. I have nothing but glorious meat shots in my phone, so go ahead and leak. Every single last one of my dick pics belongs in the MoMA, nigga. What are you talking about? Whole-ass wings could be opened up in art museums dedicated to my nudes. The fuck out of here. Leonardo DiCaprio would draw me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Fuck out of here. I wish you would. That's how dry the Super Bowl is. We're talking about my meat. <laughs> it ain't pigskin. There are so many things that I am thinking right now, and all I have left is speechless. I hope you're not thinking about my meat too much. I feel like I've said my meat more times than they showed Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. That is a fact. The Taylor count is still at tw- is still at two. At last I checked. <laughs> You'll get a special shout out if you can count how many times I s- how many times I bring up my meat throughout the rest of the episode. <laughs> Whoever gets the right number, I'll cash out. The hey yo, over. you keeping track of my meat is crazy. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pause. Major pause. <laughs> what else you been keeping track of this week, Zig? Uh, well, a few things have come out. Some news. Like, apparently there's a new PS2. <laughs> a few things that have come out that aren't my meat. <laughs> Taylor counted three. Oh, and she's sitting next to Ice Spice. Who looks like she's confused. She's like, wait, so what team does your boyfriend play for again? red one like your hair jesus christ playstation portal it's about fucking time yeah bro. apparently it's just gonna be a ps5 <laughs> portable which i'm all about because so it's a psp2 that is actually just a ps5.5 PS2. i'm fucking with it i'm fucking with it because you know nintendo needs some healthy competition Killer Mike got arrested after sweeping the Grammys. Yeah, yeah, we we mentioned that earlier. We'll go into detail a little bit here in a moment. You said Jermaine Dupree's making a Freaknik movie? Uh, We talked about the Freaknik movie a while back, but it looks like it's finally got a release date. Uh, I've been watching a lot of critically acclaimed movies recently, and I can give my take on those. Well, let's get into it, and let's get into it with talking about this Killer Mike Grammy thing, right? Um, oh, this week's hit on the algorithm is it's the Super Bowl. It's this. <laughs> it's probably Usher, right? It's something Usher after it's, that halftime show performance, which villain arc continues. <laughs> did you see the way he was grabbing on Alicia Keys? Right? Listen. Her, uh, just takes his shirt off in the middle of the set. Why? Because he's Usher. Yeah, uh, for Janet, right? No, I mean, once again, free the nipple, because um, Usher certainly did. <laughs> Yo, this was really just like, I feel like the final performance to wrap up his Las Vegas residency. It felt kind of just like a... It like felt hand performance. It felt very Las Vegas residency, right? And he's been performing in Las Vegas for... Uh, a couple of years now i want to say he started shortly after covid so at least going back to 2021 i think it was much more like this this performance was much more lively than that oh that 
national anthem opener that Post Malone did, right? Yeah, so they did two national anthems. One was like Post Malone, and I didn't even realize Post Malone was doing the national anthem until like 30 seconds in. I know y'all love Post Malone, but I'm like that that national that national anthem, damn. Damn. <laughs> Why, okay, I don't have anything why the Post smoke Malone. for Post Malone? I hate what Post Malone represents, which apparently right now is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, well, ain't he from Texas? I'm not surprised about that. Is that Gwen Stefani? Yes, it is. Yep. Looking Gwen like a Stefani, queen. Punk goddess. <laughs> Lady Gaga, pop goddess. Uh, Beyonce <laughs> and Jay there. Ayo, Jay and them dreads. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even mention that that was Jack, Jack Dorsey. Dorsey. No, no, because Jack Dorsey looks so unassuming, and I feel like he did that. He he's done that on purpose, so that way you know people don't beg him to Can come we back talk to Twitter. Jay Z, who's sweet is that? Is that Jack or Jay Z? Uh, that's is a that good question. Jack or Jay Sweet? I feel like it's Jack Sweet. Um, that's why he gets to play nonchalant like that, right? Uh, I think it's Jack Sweet too. That's why they didn't Jack, name him. Jack is like an unreasonable amount of money thanks to Elon. Um, who has reduced X to the point where it is getting as much traffic as Pinterest is. Um, so that's insane. Really? Yes. Where's your source for that one? I will have to go back and find it, but it is somewhere around the same amount as Pinterest. And I believe it because once again, if you've been on the fucking hellscape that is X, Doug. I, I open I my, uh, my account on X and I see these notifications and I'm just like, oh, it's just a whole bunch of OnlyFans bots. Just following my account now. OnlyFans bots. Um, I am constantly just seeing like acts of cruelty all over the place. I mean, you guys got your wish. It is like fucking Twitter in 2006, bro. It is like, no, Twitter is not that old, but um, it's. Twitter came out in like 2008. Yeah, it, it, it is old Twitter again, bro. I mean, I, I opened my fucking timeline to a video of a dog completely just devouring a pigeon. So, I mean, like... Twitter was at one point, Kevin Durant would tweet shit like, I would drink Scarlett Johansson's bath water. You can pull that <laughs> screenshot up from KD. I, you just reminded me of the time that uh, Lindsay Lohan had that... Or not Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes had that episode. Super thirst trapped on Drake. I yeah. remember that. And uh, I just saw an uh, interview where they asked her about that. And she was like, yeah, no, I did. I did say I wanted Drake to murder my vagina. I was also on a lot of drugs at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, look at Amanda Bynes with the self-awareness. All right, so we also had another <laughs> take about the second national anthem. Reba McIntyre, and we were like, wait a second, Reba, country singer, has she avoided all of the slander? Uh, I think so. Um, do we know where she lies? Um, we'll, we'll take an educated guess, but she never talks about it. I'm She's like everybody's favorite aunt at Thanksgiving who refuses to talk politics. I would put money on Reba McIntyre not being a Donald Trump fan. Bro. Yeah, me too. I, like, I just... You don't like Biden either, though. I'm not going to say nobody likes Biden, right? I'm just going to say we're all, listen, we're all, we all know why we're here. I'll tell you one thing that is on my 2024 bingo card. Uh, did you have 
the White House coming out, White House staff coming out and saying that Biden's uh, mental state is questionable at best. Either Trump, Pelosi, or Biden's going to die. That's... Oh, or McConnell. So I saw recently that in regards to his mishandling of classified documents, right? Because he was being investigated and uh, on the verge of being prosecuted for mishandling classified documents as well. During the Obama administration. Yeah, they chose not to proceed with it because of the quality of his mental health and how he presented himself and they perceive he would present himself as a forgetful old man to the jury if the trial were to proceed and they don't believe that he, unlike Donald, mishandled the documents with malicious intent. Oh, Donald definitely did it with malicious um, intent. Specifically because Biden complied and returned the documents voluntarily without having to be raided like one said Donald Trump did. Um, and, you know, there's Holy all... Holy shit, he's facing so much shit, I forgot that he got raided. Like twice. I think they raided him once in New York and then again in Mar-a-Lago because he did not return the documents after he was asked to return the document. And like what's extra ignorant about Donald is they gave him like ample time. They asked him like three different times. Speaking of keeping up with the times, um, it was only a matter of time until Pedro Pascal found himself in the MCU. You you knew it was only a matter of time, right? Because he's like everybody's go-to. And he's all over at Disney. He's Joe, Mandalorian. Yeah, he's like, Joe Everyman at the moment, right? Joel Everyman. <laughs> he's Joel Everyman. <laughs> well, Joel Everyman has now found his spot in the MCU. As the least Everyman man possible. In as, the MCU. <laughs> as Reed Richards. Sorry, John Krasinski. Yeah, listen, as much as we all wanted it to be John Krasinski, um, and because it can't be Donald Glover, I feel like I'm okay with this. Donald Glover? Really? As Reed Richards? Yeah, I think that would be pretty dope. Um, but just because I'd like to see Donald Glover and more stuff, um, so in the hopes that maybe he'll become less pretentious, I don't know. That's not... <laughs> he is a little pretentious right now. Uh, not right now. Kind of always has been. Um, I don't think community... Yeah, I, I, I still feel like even back then, but it, pretentious in the sense of I know... I'm good enough to be leading this writing table, right? Like, and everybody who put me here knows I'm good enough for it. it's it's Kanye syndrome, right? But Donald has like a mind, like acute Kanye syndrome. I can't relate to that at all. <laughs> and I'm not going to say it's not well-deserved right now, right? Like, I feel like if Donald was on the SNL writing staff, the SNL might not be getting the shitty takes that it's getting at the moment. However, speaking of Donald, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith series dropped. I've heard for, it's it's good. It's um, good. From what I've seen, now I will admit that I was watching it in between while trying to take care of my kids and be sick and also do stuff around the house this also, week. Also, I want to so. give a shout out. I don't remember the actress's name, but she plays Kimiko in The Boys. 
Maya Erskine. So it's uh, Maya Erskine, Donald Glover, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith available on Amazon Prime. It's listed as a thriller. I saw an interview where where they were asked Donald if he reached out to Brad at all for any like pointers or anything like that. And he said he was like, yeah, actually, I did. And uh, he kind of Brad pitted his way out of it. <laughs> I was like. What does that mean? And he was, but I, I understood exactly what it meant. He was, and he was like, yeah, no. He was like, yeah, no, you'll be fine. You'll do good, kid. Don't worry about it. And I was like, that sounds exactly like what Brad Pitt would say if somebody was to ask him about his role with Mr. and Mr. What kind of advice do you give for that? Yeah, you got to be smooth, kid. You if know, you were going to add, of all of Brad Pitt's movies, which ones do you think he would give a nuanced answer for? Right. And I love Brad Pitt. But it's definitely not going to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No, it, it's not. Yeah. He's going to be like, I don't know I was what. dating Angelina Jolie. Yeah, it was that's right. Easy. It, it was a tax write off for us to go on vacation. <laughs> I don't know it what was they just expected. It's a really entertaining tax write off. I don't know what they expected from that. I do recommend the show. I like the take on it. I like, the, uh, you know, because this, this is a take I feel like does allow for more of an actual story that would have been interesting from Mr. And what made Mr. and Mrs. Smith interesting wasn't just Angelina and Brad, right? Like, obviously, that's why we all went to see it. But the idea, it's actually like a fun idea. Yeah. And like, that's why Spy Family popped off. That's why Spy Family off, works. Right? Yeah, that's why Spy Family popped off, right? Well, the, the like, the concept of Spy Family is definitely very Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The reason Spy Family works is because of Anya. Fair, fair. The reason enough. that show works is because of the five-year-old mind reader. Um, but I feel like Maya and Donald have good chemistry. Um, I like seeing them. I like the idea of them building their relationship in a more filled-out way than what we got from the movie, right? Like their relationship was kind of already established and we had to like, you know, fill in the blanks for ourselves. Um, the movie was definitely more fan service than the show I would be. Here's, so the movie was a super fun summer blockbuster, but there was room for expansion. Yeah, totally. I have no problems with Mr. or Mrs. Smith as a movie. No. I love that movie. The movie is awesome. Um, but I feel like taking the movie and expanding upon it because I mean they're is, both in spy networks. Yeah, spy networks are interesting. This is that's a good concept, right? It doesn't feel as forced when it comes to remakes, which I know we're all getting like tired of at this point. It feels like the reverse of kind of what they were doing in the '90s and the '80s, where they were taking. TV shows from like the 50s and the 60s and turning those into movies right now we're getting like kind of the reverse of that where they take like a movie and we're turning it into a TV show which you and I have been saying for a long time now a lot of these movies feel like they would have been better off as TV series of course as he's past few I feel like he's almost making a movie out of spite knowing the fact yeah. that it would be better as a miniseries I mean I feel like the Irishman totally would have been Killers better the moon would have been yeah yeah but I mean, could you imagine what kind of budget it would take to get and DiCaprio I mean, on a network television but show? I mean also, like, it's not network. I know, I but, but like, Scorsese, so I watched. I, like I said, just I've imagine. Been, I've been in a lot of like classic movie benders recently, and one of the ones that I watched was Gangs in New York. 
a Scorsese movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. And um, that movie is like two and a half hours long. But that movie, if the movie itself was longer, then it could have been broken up. Like if they did more with like, uh, you know, an episode about Priest Bannon landing on the shores of New York and trying to carve out his way of that neighborhood. I think Gangs of New York could have worked in the same way that like, you know, Westworld or um, what's the other one? Boardwalk Empire, right? Like Once again, though, I will say Gangs of New York also totally works as a oh, movie. Yeah, but I feel like the long drawn out because, you know, some people get bored with the long drawn out character development parts those are things we expect from tv shows so when you do movies like gangs of new york those i feel like they do give pace better for people to kind of have more of a tolerance for that when it is a tv series gangs of new york has a specific advantage in the fact that their villain uh uh bill Bill the Butcher. Bill the Butcher. Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher is the voice. Billy Butcher and the Dead Wabbits. I, you're good, cunt, Billy Butcher. Uh, but Bill the Butcher is a static villain. He doesn't change, and that's the whole point of his character, is that he doesn't change. So the only character development that really has to happen is through Leo's character. Yeah, the main character. Yeah, Amsterdam. Well, I mean, I feel like... The same could be said about, like, Stringer Bell, right? Like, there's not, like, a whole lot of character development there. No, Stringer Bell, like, went to college and graduated and ended up, like, buying property and shit. Like okay, that. well, I mean, Bill Avon the Butcher could have... Yeah, 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 yeah. Avon. Well, Bill, Bill the Butcher could have ended up trying to go straight and actually open up a butcher shop by the end of Kings of New well, York, he right? he had a butcher shop the whole time. They, he would also just murder the sheriff. <laughs> You're right. I did forget that he actually, that's where the butcher name comes from, right? It's been a while since yeah, I've seen Gangs it's of like, New York. It was, it, there was a great scene. Like, uh, they had uh, Leo's character fight one of the old guys, and they did like an old style boxing thing, like holding their two fists up. In I, front of them I like remember this. that, yeah. And uh, at the end of the fight, Butcher was like, good job. And they gave him a wad of chicken and threw it in his hand. <laughs> That is some very early 1900 shit to do, right? Because oh no, that was pre Civil War. Was that pre Civil yes, War? Yeah, pre Civil yeah, War. The main, yeah, the main driving, uh, overarching threat to uh, the five the movie what is was it? the conscription draft. The five points. Yeah, it was in the, the five was, boroughs. The conscription the, draft. Yeah. And then the second time that they were supposed to have the war, the five points. The military just came in and fucked everyone over. Yeah, like, yeah. just fire the cannons. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Because New York wasn't even... It was still New Amsterdam at that point. No, right? it was New York. Was it New York? But yeah. the way that it was described, it was more of a bunch of tribes occupying territory. Yeah. Yeah, because it, 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 it was still... I, would you call not colonies but what would you call them yeah i guess they yeah it's small colonies of dutch over here irish over here yeah yep. they were that or was as when bill as bill the butcher's uh group was called the natives that was when new york was still had like swampland and shit in it fantastic movie 
Scorsese could direct a hell of a movie that's placed between 1850 and 1950. That seems to be the uh, sweet spot for directors like him. Um, and, you know, just like Christopher Nolan likes his long, drawn-out mind benders. Ah, Batman. I would argue still a long, drawn-out mind bender. The third one... Dark Knight Rises is the worst of the trilogy. <laughs> by far. It really is. And I think people forget how good of a movie Batman Begins is. Who is the main villain in Batman Begins? Ra's al Ghul and Scarecrow. Okay, yeah. Yep. Because that, that's why they were excited that um, Scarecrow, Scarecrow might be the feature in the second, the sequel to the Batman movie that just came out. The oh Batman. My God, I really hope that they don't do the Joker the way that he was originally shown and that like... In the teaser yeah, cut. It's so bad. I... And, and I just watched... It's like I said, so I just bad. Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. I still haven't seen that one yet. I and feel like it's, movie, I'm going to be disappointed because of all the hype around it. As a... And I'm not 14 of, anymore. As a fan of the character of Joker, I will say that this is not my first overall reaction. I'm just... This is like my second tertiary reaction to the film, but relevant to the character of the Joker, my first thought was... He doesn't become that character until, like, the last three minutes of the film. And I still don't, like, totally buy into it. But if we're going to talk about a film that just, you know, says we need empathy for people with mental illness, I... That movie fucking was heavy-handed, but that is shit. To the point where he was talking to Robert De Niro and he was like, oh, so we're going to talk about people with... with, uh, mental illness and treat them like absolute shit? Well, of course, I'm gonna do what y'all deserve, and blows Robert De Niro's brains out. Yeah, I mean, and that's what everybody, that was like the scene everybody was like, I feel like I'm heard, and I was like, if that's the scene that makes you guys feel like you're heard, then I think the movie's telling y'all to go get therapy. Like, it's not, this isn't saying like, yeah, I get why you guys become jokers. It's trying to explain to other people like, no, this is why people, I like, this is why people relate to characters like the Joker, right? Like, I think a lot of the edgelords who watched that movie took the wrong thing from it right and they came away from it going we live in a society right instead where they they should look at it and go oh the joker is not a character to admire either here in this instance the thing with the joker is what happened in the joker the progression of arthur's character yeah makes sense the joker is not supposed to make sense he does he's like the, like he said he's like a dog chasing a car yeah it, he doesn't it, know what he's gonna do with it no I, I and not even just that i don't think the joker has a, a goal right his goal is chaos he is just like batman his ultimate is goal is to be killed by batman because that would seem be the ultimate victory of chaos overboard. Yeah, because Batman, as I was going to say, Batman is the personification of justice. So Order, the, not justice. Order. Order. So, excuse me, calm down. <laughs> Joker is the personification of 
chaos. Like he exists as a literal antithesis. He's even said if Batman quit, he would quit because where's the fun in it for him he's literally just there to make batman kill people because he does not like the fact that's why his goal is to be killed by batman yeah because in batman's pursuit of justice and order he is trying to put criminals through due process and right joker sees batman because if chaos if joker's goal is to show that chaos can corrupt everything and his one antithesis is Batman, and Batman has his one rule that he will not kill, Joker is now trying to cause a level of chaos so great that he can corrupt even the Batman into killing chaos. him, right? That guy is not a relatable character. No, I don't, he's a fascinating character. I also don't feel like- But he's fascinating because he's not relatable. He is a good avatar or, uh, or spokesperson for mental illness, bro. It was not a great idea to tell that story through him. Um, I get the like, I get the depiction of how we try, we can drive people to go postal as a society with our standards and practices. But I also am a bit over this whole it's our fault school shooters happen narrative because even the idea that the Columbine kids were bullied was a kind of uh, whitewashing of what was actually going on with those guys, right? Well, like, Chicago. they are, they were not like bullied. They were the bullies, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they were the bullies um, and it was well documented their animosity and their aggression towards their peers way 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 before any of that columbine shit actually happened right so this idea oh, look, kansas city just got a touchdown <laughs> and we're at the bottom of the third right bottom of the third and they are now Wrong up sport. by two I mean, it's still a good way to say it, though. Yeah. Get the fuck. You're just being contrarian. Of course I am. Um, yeah. Speaking of good news, by the way. It is the it is the last two minutes of the third quarter. Speaking of good news, the Baltimore Orioles have been sold to Baltimore billionaire David Rubenstein. Ah, now explain to everybody why this is a good thing for Baltimore. So the Orioles were like the best team in baseball last year. They also had the 27th highest payroll out of 30. That's wild that they were able to manage being one of the best teams to not make it to the World Series with the third lowest pay rate in the league. Yeah, we also had the manager of the year, the rookie of the year, and the best catcher in the league, and uh, the best prospect in the league, and the best farm system, because we finally got Mike Elias, who is a fucking genius. He's the reason that the Astros got as good as they are for the past, like, decade. Oh, that and cheating. For them. <laughs> uh, so we got their top cheater. Okay, okay, this is starting to no, add up. No, he was the smarts who was like, this is the plan. And then somebody else was like, yeah, but what if we bang on a trash can when we know what they're going to throw? <laughs> Which has to be like the dumbest it was way. The, the, like the, it is one of the most what they were doing. Cartoonish like, ways. This ever. is the most 
hilarious thing. It made you look at Deflate Gate a little bit differently, didn't it? You were like, yeah, well, that made that sounds like big brain shit. Compared to the, Astros. <laughs> the begging on a trash can thing sounds like something either Stan or Homer would come up with, don't it? Right. <laughs> If Homer was coaching a major league game and he was worried if they if he, he he would win it or not. Yeah. I think the Orioles overall <laughs> payroll for this year was um under a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I said Stan, I meant Randy. Um so Baltimore Sports looking pretty good, uh, right? Yeah, so Baltimore Orioles payroll last year was just over seventy one million. And uh, I'm pretty sure the Yankees, Red Sox, and Dodgers all spent over 200 million. Right. So the so, fact and this is that we, Peter Angelos or John Angelos, was like, yeah, no, we can't sign anybody. If we have to extend any of our like generational talent players, we'll have to increase ticket prices. And then David Rubenstein is just like, yeah, no, I like the Orioles, and we can win a World Series. Can I buy this team so we can win a World Series? Yeah, I was gonna say the fact that we made it that close to the world series and and had that tiny of a budget does speak to a lot right the Orioles also just traded like the day after the sale traded for former Cy Young winner Corbin Burns from the Brewers okay makes 17 million dollars a year which already shows you that this new ownership group does not give a fuck about the checkbook and that is good news. It's great news. It's good news. This is and this all happened within days after the Ravens getting knocked out from the AFC Championship. Uh, what's not good news is as of recording, um, it looks like the 49ers have suffered a, another injury. Was it them who had a player get injured earlier? I don't know. My man is like, I am not. I was as just watching the Super Bowl. I need someone to represent my delegation. I was just watching the Super Bowl for the halftime show. How many of y'all just watched the Super Bowl for the halftime show this year? Be honest. <laughs> Be honest. Yep. I mean, Number 55 felt, going out on, on the 49ers side. That's kind of how I felt about the Super Bowl with Eminem and uh, Dre and Snoop. It the <laughs> my pet was like, yeah, no, I am uh, just here for the halftime show. Wasn't that a Ravens Super Bowl? No, that was like two years ago. Who played that? I think that was the Buccaneers Super Bowl. That was no, that wasn't 56. the Oh, that was Cincinnati at Rams. Right. Yep. Yep. I remember that. LA Rams at LA. Yeah. That was two years ago or was that last year? This is 58, so that was 56. That was, yeah, two so it was two years ago. So the Chiefs did win the Super Bowl last year. This is how much I actually give a fuck about football. I used to be, I could probably name every Super Bowl champion from 2001 to 2018, but I can't do it anymore. I can still name every NBA champion from 1989 to present day. Yeah, that was the Chiefs and the Eagles game last year. Pistons, Pistons. And the Eagles lost by three points. Pistons, Bulls, Bulls, Bulls. Rockets, Rockets, Bulls, Bulls, Bulls. Spurs, Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Spurs, Pistons, Heat, Spurs, Celtics, Lakers, Lakers. Mavericks, Heat, Heat, Spurs, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Warriors. <laughs> Raptors, Lakers, Bucks, Nuggets. Now we're here. <laughs> and I think. 
that's the perfect cue for us to go ahead and wrap this up. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back at y'all with some more highlights from this week. I didn't Google that. Look, it's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Wait, why can't we talk about black stuff? It is time to 